Welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Diogen Tirandekura. On this show, you will discover the realities, the successes and the struggles of business management and information technology consultants in the fast-moving B2B world. So stay tuned if you want to know more about what it takes to have a consulting lifestyle. How to automate your business. I believe that this uh, sentence is kind of a sexy sentence because uh, when we talk about automation, we we have this image that uh, everything uh, completely magical will happen uh, for our business and uh, it will run, it will just be run by itself and uh, we will go from idea to revenue into a few simple clicks. But actually automation is a lot more complex uh, than that and uh, automation will still require you to think about it very, very carefully if you want to get some business results. So I'm going to talk on this episode about automation and I'm going to structure it uh, into six parts. So first of all, I'm going to talk about uh, what is automation. I'm going to also talk about uh, uh, what is an activity because what we automate actually are activities. Uh, what we can automate, so uh, based on which criteria uh, we can uh, decide uh, what to automate or what not to automate, and then uh, the business, the ultimate business benefits uh, of uh, automating uh, part of your business, and a few examples of tools. So it's like in uh, five parts that I'm gonna deliver this uh, episode. Let's start with the first part, the definition of automation. So to me. Uh, the definition of automation is to reduce or to eliminate human intervention in order to execute an activity. And this is the official definition of the Diogen Tirandecura dictionary. So basically it is my definition. <laughs> uh, and um, I, that, that's the best way I think uh, I can define it. So reducing or eliminating human intervention in order to execute an activity. But then what is an activity? Uh, that's the second part uh, of uh, of the uh, of the episode. So, what is an activity? So, what I mean by activity is really uh, one action uh, uh, that you take, uh, whichever trigger there there is. Uh, it's just one action that you take. And when I take an example of an action, is really to call a prospect or a customer, pay a supplier, check the packaging of a product. So that's really just an action uh, that I can decide to automate. And we have to make uh, a difference, a difference, sorry, between uh, activity and process, because a process is an amalgamation of different activities, and a process has one or several triggers. Then it has different activities that are like process steps, and then the process also has an end. It has a result, and that end could be the start of another process or could just be uh, the end, uh, it's just the end of the activity, or, or of the uh, action to be executed by uh, uh, by the company. And what you can automate, you don't necessarily have to automate a full process, but you can automate some activities within that process. So uh, it's important because when we talk about automation, uh, we really have to be granular. So very often we... 
even if maybe you read the title of the episode or you you read uh, uh, the first page of the uh, of the website of a software company and they tell you ah, you can just uh, you can just automate your business it will uh, it will run like clockwork etc I, I'm not trying to dis uh, any, uh, any any software company, but what I mean is that it is not as as simple as uh, as uh, it is sometimes mentioned. So, as I was saying, so I was uh, defini- the, the, uh, defining the difference between uh, activity and process. Now, what I want to say is, what do you have to automate? So, as I said, you have to automate activities that are within a process. So, what it re- what it means is that you must have a process. <laughs> it's better to have a, a process about what you do, whether or not that process is uh, uh, automated, but have those steps documented, and then it is better to decide what you want to automate. So what you want to automate? First, you want to automate something that is repeatable. So it's not you. You, you don't necessarily need to uh, to automate an activity that you will just do one time uh, in the whole life cycle of your business, or maybe once a year, unless it is uh, an activity that has part of the two other uh, criteria, which is uh, an activity that takes a lot of time, and or an activity that takes that requires the intervention of a lot of people. So something that is repeatable is something like uh, maybe prospection. That is something that is repeatable. Uh, pay and send invoices. It is something that is repeatable. Uh, if you're in a manufacturing environment, recording a goods movement, recording uh, goods that uh, move from one warehouse to another, it is something that might be uh, repeatable. So when it, when it is something that you see that you're doing very often, you can check whether or not you could reduce or eliminate human intervention to execute those activities. Another, uh, so the second one, the second criteria is the, the, that the activity takes a lot of time. So prospection, uh, you are looking mostly in B2B, you're looking for a lot of information about uh, your uh, potential prospect. And this really take a lot of time and energy to do it. You could maybe automate, uh, the gathering of that key information about uh, the, the, the prospect. Um, when you book a flight, for example, I know that uh, less people are booking flights now during the, <laughs> since it is the pandemic, but when you want to, to go from, um, you want to go from New York to Paris and you have 20 ways, uh, of, uh, doing it and you want to find the absolute best deal to do it, you will go maybe instead of going to uh, absolutely every airlines that can make the 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 flight from uh, New York to Paris whether directly or indirectly you may want to use uh, a company such as uh, Expedia I'm, I'm I'm not only I'm, I'm not doing uh, any marketing for Expedia but uh, you might go through Expedia and they will be they have a software so an automation uh, a software that will make the research for you for the best flight that you want at a specific date within a specific price range. So instead of you having to go into every website, every airline company website, you go to one website and that website will automate the research for you. So I'm just trying to give an example of something that will take a lot of time, but uh, thanks to automation, you could reduce the time it takes to execute that activity, which is to uh, try to book the best flight from uh, from one city to another. 
the other one uh, is uh, the fact that it will uh, require the involvement of a lot of people. So I am thinking in the manufacturing world, for example, when you have to carry a machine. If you want to carry a machine, uh, we used to, um, so yeah, we, we carry a machine or carry a big piece of equipment. Uh, we used to need a lot of people to, uh, uh, to do it. But today, thanks to uh, very uh, high-tech machinery, we are, we are capable to, uh, to lift heavy equipment uh, with, just one, uh, with just one vehicle and the intervention of uh, much less people uh, in, order to, uh, in order to do it. We can also talk about uh, when uh, you have a, uh, a meeting and you need to write the, to make sure that the, the meeting minutes are properly written. You could uh, have a meeting with, I don't know, 15 people. And instead of uh, uh, trying to get the input of, uh, of the, 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 the 15 people about uh, what they have said and what they confirm about what has been said, you could use uh, automation to transcribe everything that has been said and then you're absolutely sure that in your meeting minutes you have uh, said in a loyal way you have said what has been said by whom and which topics have been uh, have been covered so what does it help it it removes any ambiguity about uh, what has been said so when you send the meeting minutes you're not saying oh, okay am i right in my meeting minutes no you're sure that is what has been said because uh, a transcription uh, device has helped you to uh, to tell you okay this is exactly what has been said so just write the meeting just write those meeting minutes and just send them to uh, to all the the meeting participants so okay i'm so i'm just repeating now those three uh, criteria that tell you what to automate is whether it is repeatable, whether it takes a lot of time, or whether it takes uh, it requires a lot of people to execute a certain activity. The business benefit of automation are uh, pretty simple. Uh, you uh, mostly, if you are working on uh, activities that take a lot of time, you free up a lot more time to focus on your core business or to focus on revenue generating activities. That is something that is very important. You, not, you do not need also more people to do the same work. You might, it doesn't mean that automation does not mean that you will fire people or that people will be made redundant. No, the same people that you will, uh, that you will keep, they can do some other task and maybe tasks that are more related to your core and that will even bring more value to your uh, to your organization the third benefit is a uh, is a consequence of all that uh, it's profitability so profitability is really the the difference between your uh, your revenue and the uh, and your expenses so you can increase your profits because you spend more time and energy on activities that will bring revenue while not incurring too much, uh, too much more expenses. So that's usually helped by having uh, automation, uh, automation softwares. And now, this is the, the last part of the episode. It's about giving you examples of tools and softwares that can help you to automate your business. 
I would start by giving one that is uh, that is used by uh, mostly by huge companies, and that's uh, that's uh, SAP, which is in a, an, an ERP, so an enterprise resource planning software, and that's uh, uh, that is used uh, mostly by uh, the, the ECC and S4 HANA versions are used by a very huge organization uh, that are making nine, ten, eleven, twelve uh, figures uh, per year or uh, government uh, or government organizations. But there are also tools that can be used by small businesses or by solopreneurs. And I'm thinking, for example, for uh, the creation of invoices, you could use a tool called QuickBooks, for example, that will uh, prevent you from, uh, from having to uh, always uh, create the full, uh, a full new invoice whenever you have to send it to a client. You could use uh, HubSpot for automating your marketing and automating your prospection. Uh, this is also something that uh, that you can use, and I will have a separate episode about uh, uh, about that uh, specific uh, tool and that specific subject of uh, automating your uh, revenue operations. You could use Adobe for creating your uh, creating your PDF, sign them, comment on them, uh, etc. You could use, uh, as I was talking about uh, transcription, you could use a tool called Otter. Um, and Otter is uh, uh, spelled O-T-T-E-R dot A-I in order to transcribe, for example, your Zoom calls. So you have a call with Zoom, you integrate uh, Zoom and Otter, and the transcription is happening directly. Well, the transcription is happening uh, simultaneously, but you get, a, um, you get the file, the transcription file, uh, a little bit later. And last but not least, uh, you can use Zapier. Uh, Zapier, it's uh, Z-A-P-I-E-R, and um, it's a very it's a very popular tool because it's a connector. So it it enables you to connect one tool with the other, and you have a trigger, which is for example, uh, you could uh, you could use a, a, a Zapier to connect uh, maybe a HubSpot with uh, Asana. And I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to say something. Uh, something too stupid. So I'm gonna verify it <laughs> before I uh, before I post. But you could. You could, for example, use. Uh, you could, for example, use that, and you can say that, uh, uh, for example, uh, uh, one uh, one task in Asana will generate when it is when it is closed will generate maybe another task in uh, in in Hotspot. So basically, it's it's the use of a trigger in one tool that will. Uh, uh, trigger something else, or that will trigger another activity in another tool. Uh, so, so the Zapier is a very important connector when you are a solopreneur or when you are a small business, because usually small businesses they don't buy uh, uh, ERPs, they don't buy big uh, uh, big software, they buy a, a, an amalgamation of, uh, of small softwares. But sometimes they have to communicate with each other, uh, otherwise, uh, otherwise actually the work becomes bigger than what it was. Uh, before they had purchased those different softwares. So basically, this is what I wanted to uh, to share about uh, uh, how to automate your business. So uh, to make a recap of the episode, uh, I said, okay, what is automation? I provided you with a definition of it. Um, what is uh, what is an activity? Because that this is what you automate. You automate activities. And we spoke about the diff- the activity, the difference between activity and processes. Uh, what are the three main criteria that uh, would push you to decide to automate an activity? 
what are the obvious business benefits of doing automation and a few examples of tools uh, that you could use uh, in your business. And there are some tools that are used by big businesses as well as tools that are used by solopreneurs or, uh, or small businesses, which is, I think, the majority of the uh, audience uh, of the episode. So I hope that it has helped you, that it has provided you with, uh, uh, that I've provided you with some value. Uh, let me know what you think. Don't hesitate to uh, send me a LinkedIn message about it. Uh, or uh, let us know at uh, info at uh, erphappy.com uh, uh, and we will be glad to interact with you. So thank you and uh, we will meet next week uh, because next week it will be again an episode about automation but it will be focused on customer relationship management software and um, a bit more specifically on a HubSpot. So thank you and have a great one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. Leave a review on iTunes if you have enjoyed the episode and subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified to hear other episodes with your host, Diogène Tirandecoura.